0: Welcome to the show, all you crazy conspiracy theorists. Welcome to the uh, special edition Saturday stream on April 17th. What a beautiful number that is. <laughs> Hope you all are having a fantastic weekend. We're going to have a good one in this one, talk about a lot of different subjects. We're going to go through the scam scamdemic. We're going to go through big tech doing weird things this week. We're going to hit up uh, this study that came out in the mainstream media showing that swimming pool bleach kills COVID. <laughs> funny stuff and then a lot of q hit pieces coming out newsweek is getting a little obsessed with q it's kind of weird some of those writers are having some weird obsessions with me too and ah what else are we going to talk about oh ivanka trump too some crazy clickbait stuff being spread around about her uh vaccine picture and a lot of people i guess misunderstanding their digital Literacy, I guess, like they're not really getting how certain posts are made and search engines work. So anyway, we'll clarify some stuff on that. A lot of different subjects to roll through. Uh, We'll see how long we kick it here. So shout out to all you guys hanging out on DLive, on Twitch, on Foxhole here. Appreciate all you guys tuning in. Let's take a second to talk about our health. We know there are numerous nutrients that modern humans are deficient in due to our overprocessed foods and generally poor diets. From vitamins to minerals to enzymes, being low in any of these necessary compounds will affect our health dramatically. One of these nutrients we're often deficient in is collagen. Collagen is an abundant protein in our body that supports the health of our skin, hair, and joint function. As we age, collagen levels in our body decrease, which could lead to a weakening of our joints and teenagering of our skin. To increase the collagen levels in your body back to normal, I recommend Multicollagen by Biotrust. It's a pure tasteless powder that you can add to coffee, water, smoothies, doesn't matter, just get it in your body. You can get Multicollagen for up to 51% off by going to healthwithjordan.com or by visiting the link right down there in the description below. And we're gonna start off with some Q articles and discussing this Thrive Time conference. It's happening in Oklahoma this weekend. Shout out to all you guys that are there. I got a few friends that are there as well. Looks like an awesome time with a lot of great people there. Of course, Flynn is one of the headliners of that uh, at that conference. And man, big crowd. There's like Clout Hub has a live feed. Uh, It looks like a good time. I wanted to go a few weeks ago. I was I was trying to go just to you know, meet people and then watch the speakers. But you know, the the injury happened, and then I've got my own conference coming up that I'm preparing for as well. That Flynn is also going to be at Sydney Powell and Lin Wood too. So I want to focus on that. I didn't want to uh, have to spend the money and then go do the thing in Oklahoma at the Thrive Time Conference. But we got some really interesting things happening there. First of all, Lin Wood, he brought up Q. During his speech, he made a he did a good old air cue, made a gesture. Crowd went wild. Newsweek, fake news media going wild this morning after it, and it was funny watching. Uh, One America News apparently they cut away as soon as Lynn Wood made his air cue and made the reference. One America News cut to their anchor and then sort of changed their broadcast. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what their deal might be. And not just Lynn Wood, General Flynn also made some interesting statements. He didn't talk about Q or say anything Q-esque, like a where we go on, we go all reference or anything like that. But what General Flynn did say is that he uh, talked about us having a president, referring to President Trump and then stating that we're still waiting to see what Trump says and what move he makes next. So that was getting some hopes up for people hearing that directly from Flynn's mouth. Lynn Wood's references uh, had a, had another few interesting things happen at the conference over the weekend. So it uh, it looks like a good time. And we'll see what else the fake news media has to say about it. This is the first article that I've found so far come out attacking any of the speakers or this conference in general. So we'll see what else comes of it. And moving on to other things having to do with good old-fashioned Q. You know, it's weird. I uh, I see people all the time on the internet. They say that, uh, they basically say, I'm a shill because I don't speak about Q anymore, apparently. Because I talk about Q all the time. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> can't make everyone happy. So, anyway, getting into this, the FBI claiming they're looking very seriously at Q violence. I discussed this in my last video a couple of days ago because there was a Senate Intelligence Committee hearing happening this week. The FBI Director Chris Ray was testifying at this hearing. and one of the uh, one of the senators that was grilling Chris wet, Chris Ray. He was a senator from New Mexico. What was his name? Uh, I forgot it here. Martin Heinrich, he was a Democrat out of New Mexico. He brought up the fact that there is this FBI report on the QAnon, it's a QAnon threat assessment, but it hasn't been unclassified or declassified yet. So this Senator brought it up, questioned Chris Ray about it. He mentioned that soon, I guess the FBI is unclassifying a QAnon threat assessment, whatever that means. But Chris Ray was kind of trying to play Switzerland or play uh, the safe route. He said at the FBI, the Bureau is not investigating Q or the conspiracy theory, quote, in its own right. Chris Ray just mentioned that anytime there's a federal crime committed, uh, regardless of the ideologies of the person, they're investigating it. But, you know, questions are still out there regarding Chris Ray. Is he a white hat? Is he a black hat? Is he being leveraged to do certain things by white hats or black hats? Who knows? I think that's kind of the point. Nobody knows, including probably the uh, deep state actors out there, all the bad actors. They might be confused about this guy right now, too. But we'll see what that assessment says. Now, remember, whenever the mainstream media likes to go and claim that back in 2019, the FBI labeled Q as a domestic terror threat, that is fake news. That was based upon a memo that was really not an official FBI memo. And it was leaked to the press from the FBI Phoenix field office. uh, And it was uploaded to basically a scribed account. And then that's what the mainstream media was reporting on this, this scribed upload document, there was never any indications that it was an official FBI memo that circulated around nor do we have any actual evidence of the FBI classifying Q as a domestic terror threat? So the media is trying to fan all these freaking flames. You have to be careful what you're believing from what they're saying and claiming. Uh, and there's just all across the board right now, I mean, the media won't shut the heck up about this letter of the alphabet. Time magazine. We're going to feature Time Magazine a few times in this show here in this episode because they're getting they're getting bad. They put out some dumb stuff this week. This was one of them. QAnon candidates are winning local elections. Can they be stopped? And my gosh, Time Magazine ran a book. They published a freaking huge article detailing all these examples of individuals winning Local elections around the country, whether it's a state representative, a mayor of a small town, a variety of different uh local politicians, but they're making Time magazine scurred, making them scurred. And then they ask the question, can they be stopped? Obviously, we know the answer to that. We know the answer to that. Nothing can stop them. Nothing can stop what's coming. And Newsweek, back to them. Literally every single day, it's some article or another having to do with Q. Most of them are being written by this dude right here, Edwin Palmer. Edwin Palmer, whoever that is. I don't know. He's literally getting paid to purely write hit pieces about Q for Newsweek here. And this one is going off on the Ivanka Trump vaccine picture. This headline says, QAnon supporters think Ivanka Trump vaccine picture was photoshopped. Do
1: here th- On
0: Telegram, on my Gab account, in a video. I never once said that the Ivanka Trump vaccine picture was photoshopped. Nevertheless, here this dude writes about me in this freaking article. Like, fantastic. Now I am (laughs) all caught up. Where am I? Ah, here it is. All I posted on Telegram was that this picture, the tweet that Ivanka made about getting her vaccine disappointed me. But now I'm wrapped up in all of these hit pieces coming out about this picture being Photoshopped, apparently. And this spread, this spread like wildfire. Usually these Newsweek articles don't really uh, get shared around all that much. But I think... The rest of the press really found an opportunity to shit on the whole movement in this one. Uh, It was first posted in Newsweek. It went around to the British tabloid press. Here's the U.S., the Sun, or the Sun U.S. edition, I guess. Conspiracy theorists, QAnon conspiracy theorists think it was a Photoshop picture. It even went to Australian media. Ivanka Trump accused of faking her COVID vaccine by QAnon. It makes absolutely no sense. We know the QAnon term is the fake straw man that the media is running their disinformation psychological warfare with. They just slap this term on anything, and it's a very effective way they're trying to smear it. But anyway, let's go back to the source article by Newsweek. Um, You know, they're writing about a few of us in here that said nothing about Photoshop or a faked photo. So they're Catching us up in this smear, and the art, the uh, I guess we should say the Telegram account that they're banking on the particular person or individual or whoever it is, right here. This is big surprise, Ghost Ezra, <laughs> Ghost Idiot. Uh, this Telegram account, which is nearing three hundred thousand followers, I would say probably a good amount of these are bot accounts, artificially pumping, Ghost Ezra but they said some real dumb stuff, real dumb stuff. And they were alluding to uh, really the one alluding to this being Photoshopped or putting out some crazy dumb theories. And then here we go, Worldwide Media then posts this story all featuring this goes Ezra account, which posts just all kinds of absolutely dumb stuff. Here's the takeaway. Uh, On Telegram, I would say there's more dumb shit on Telegram than Twitter had on there, (laughs) to be honest. There are so many honeypot accounts that you got to watch out for, whether they're claiming to be somebody they're not, like General Flynn or, or Mike Pompeo or this person, that person, lots of honeypot accounts that are LARP accounts, or whether it claims to be like a Q or a Great Awakening kind of account or even general conspiracy account. It'll start posting a lot of dumb stuff. Granted, 80, 90% might be generally sort of on the money or truthful. 10 to 20% will just be incredibly stupid ideas or straight disinfo that it's leading people down. And then, you know, maybe given the mainstream media an easy opportunity to shit on everybody and make us look dumb with an article like this. And then getting back into Ghost Ezra and kind of some dumb theories. Moving on to, I guess, the next topic to discuss in regards to this Ivanka Trump vaccine photo. Uh, there was a video going around over the weekend. This was like yesterday. Went pretty viral. And this idea that there was a QR code in Ivanka's pictures on that she posted to her Twitter account. I'm going to run this video here. There's no audio really, but you can see... There's a couple people who noticed that, oh, there's a QR code in Ivanka's photograph. Well, they went ahead and scanned that QR code. Uh, They got a number from that QR code. And then somebody went ahead and searched in a search engine that QR code. I think they used DuckDuckGo. Uh, Bringing up DuckDuckGo search. There we go. And then the first hit that comes up was 8 coon. So here's what happened. Now you kind of get the idea. People started assuming that Ivanka Trump was trying to port- point people towards 8 coon with that QR code, like it was a secret message or something like that. Total false alarm. It was a complete false alarm, and basically people getting confused over how search engines work. And it was a, really it was people who were digitally illiterate. They didn't get all these things and then they got caught up by this false alarm. Uh, And then lo and behold, check this out. It was Ghost Ezra, big friggin' surprise. One of the accounts that shared this video and you can see shared it with the eyeball emoji, the look emoji. So there was no kind of editorial posted on this or explanation buy this ridiculous account. There was just a, a, a sharing of the video. So you gotta be careful with accounts like this. There's another account on Telegram that's getting popular recently called Whiplash with a couple numbers after it. It's like Whiplash 347. Again, very stupid accounts. Sometimes they post like flat earth stuff and Nazara quantum financial system nonsense. It's just like standard clickbait. It's real bad clickbait. So here's the explanation of what happened with this whole QR code video supposedly linking to 8 kun What happened is that an Anon found that QR code. Here was the original source post on 8 kun And Anon posted that QR scan and you can see the number here on 8 kun So then when this person caught wind of this, in the video and said okay I'm going to go ahead and scan the QR code and see see what it brings up it brought up this post in 8kun or excuse me in the duckduckgo search so it wasn't that ivan and then when they duckduckgo searched it it brought up that 8 coon post. So it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, you see? And the, a lot of people just didn't understand that and misunderstood it, assumed Ivanka was pointing to 8 coon when she really wasn't, and it was a big false alarm. So got to be careful, guys. Got to be friggin' careful by... Uh, especially on Telegram, (laughs) especially on Telegram, but really any of these social media platforms, a lot of them are uh, becoming echo chambers. They're becoming uh, places where a lot of controlled opposition accounts are spreading dumb stuff, i.e. that. They're becoming a place where a lot of ridiculous ideas get spread. Um, And yeah, there's a lot of honeypots, so be careful. Moving on from this, let's get into big tech now, kind of getting onto that topic. Variety of different subjects. An article is here to talk about in regards to that. Project Veritas is uh or has been suspended by Twitter. Project Veritas and James O'Keefe's personal account, and he is vowing to sue Twitter. Uh, hey man, help a brother out. Get me get me my account back. Get me on that lawsuit, James O'Keefe. Come on, man. I lost like I lost all kinds of accounts. A few hundred thousand followers on there. I'd like to get in on that. Uh, Next, we have Facebook censoring the New York Post and the Daily Mail, both of them, for the stories that they wrote on the Black Lives Matter co-founders' multi-million dollar uh, buying spree. I talked about this in my last video. Uh, It's going pretty viral from these reports by the New York Post and others, like Daily Mail here they were reporting on the co-founder of the black lives matter buying like four properties worth 3.2 million dollars one in the bahamas a couple in la one in georgia uh pretty you know very enlightening article very bad for the blm narratives like their co-founders just pocketing millions meanwhile who knows where all the money donated to blm is really going maybe to her Now, here's a little bit of uh, devil's advocate, though, with Facebook censoring this particular article by the New York Post and this one by the Daily Mail, their rendition of it. So with the New York Post and the Daily Mail posting photos of this woman, playing devil's advocate here, they're... Is somewhat it seems to be somewhat of a logical and or legal precedent that Facebook has to censor these articles just because they have photos of like the homes in them, right? Granted, that's no excuse for the BLM co-founder to, to do this stuff. And in fact, you know, it's it's like, do we have a right to know? Uh, sure, we have a right to know how much freaking money she's getting and spending it on. Is is, is BLM registered as a nonprofit too? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I don't know. Brings up an interesting discussion. Just wanted to play devil's advocate with that. But regardless, freaking four homes at 3.2 million. (laughs) Let's be real. Next subject, let's get in uh, Mike Lindell. So Mike Lindell's site, his new Frank, frankspeech.com social media platform. uh, It's having a little bit of a problem in that, the beta test, the VIP launch, was supposed to come out two days ago, on Thursday, and it didn't. It didn't come out. There wasn't a launch. Uh, now, apparently, at Monday morning at nine, they're going to have the official launch to the public of it. So I don't know what happened with the VIP feature. Uh, maybe it launched just a little bit late, but uh, it's just I don't know. I hope the best for. Frank speech, I really hope it does turn out to be a badass platform that we can use in addition to, say, Gab and Telegram and others right now. And that, you know, we can we can start migrating to and posting some content on. Granted, I don't have I have high hopes, but I don't really have high hopes. a few words that he finds bad, and then there was some, you know, discussion of he's going to have moderators on the platform looking for certain things, and also how there's the whole micro-macro influencer level, like a hierarchy already be cr- being created for the platform, and then I don't know how that's get, how that gets chosen. Really, it seems like that's kind of an arbitrary thing that. Maybe Mike Lindell or some uh, people on the platform are choosing. So I don't know. Just the way I'm seeing it, there's already a slippery slope sort of being created and already hints that it may turn into a sort of echo chamber. And I don't want it to turn into a conservative ink echo chamber where, you know, we just get kind of the same lame mainstream rhetoric from the conservative side. And I, I just don't think that's helpful, right? So I, I don't want to be on there. like I So I don't necessarily call myself a conservative or label myself as a Christian per se. And does that mean I'm not going to be welcomed on that platform? I don't know. I, I don't want it to become like that. Or if I start talking about subjects that aren't the typical mainstream conservative rhetoric. So if I want to talk about, say, UFOs or maybe bring up discussion of psychedelic medicines like ayahuasca or psilocybin or maybe talk about reincarnation or ancient civilizations in the past like those sorts of things i've often gotten some blowback from the i guess typical conservative christian folk for discussing those sort of things uh would i get would i get some flack on frank speech for talking about those sorts of things i don't know so I just don't want to, like I said, I don't want it to happen to Frank's Beach. I hope it doesn't. I'll be on there definitely come Monday when they get their launch and I'll be using it. But we'll see. We will see. Uh onward from this, still on big tech. I hope this stream isn't getting too laggy. Some people on DLive are saying it keeps cutting out. Um, I don't know if it's the same on Foxhole or Twitch. It might just be StreamYard too. I'm using StreamYard. And it's kind of been a little uh, little weird lately. I'm thinking about switching to a different live streaming platform. Uh, so we'll see. Anyway, let's just finish this up and uh, I'll get the replay up a little bit later. Let's move on from Lindell's platform to check out what not only Google, but some other companies are doing to hush the conversation about the audit happening in Maricopa County, Arizona. This was on Google, or excuse me, this was on Twitter, and this was just a great story portrayed in four screenshots here. So this is actually a huge week coming up. On the 22nd, Maricopa County in Arizona is starting their vote audit. They're going to recount a whole hell of a lot of ballots, and I think that's going to be big. And there seems to be a huge pushback from the media trying to smear it, from big tech trying to censor it and suppress it, from a whole lot of blue check marks out there trying to either ignore it or literally lie about it. Um, It's going to be a big story. And some people were posting on Twitter here looking for observers to observe the vote audit. If you're a registered voter in Maricopa County and would like to apply to be an observer, please fill out this online form that was on Google Docs. Look what Google Docs went and did. Boom. We're sorry. You can't access this item because it's in violation of our terms of service. This is this is crazy stuff here. And so the person, okay, Google censors us. Because Google chose to censor our form recruiting volunteer observers, we're now using Wufoo. I've never heard of Wufoo before, but that's what they used as their backup. Oh, look at that. Woofoo by SurveyMonkey. This account is currently disabled. Wow. And that's just for observers. That's for observers for the vote audit. I mean, if it's getting that much kickback, we'll see. It's going to be a big week coming up. Uh, Lindell's platform this audit dropping, I think it's gonna be good. And then a couple more articles here and we'll move on to talking the scamdemic next. So we've got Wall Street Bets, yes, Reddit. They actually opened up a discussion board of cryptocurrencies just a couple of days ago. It was a board that opened up exclusively for the discussion. Of Bitcoin, Ether, and Dogecoin. So, crypto is typically frowned upon by big tech companies. YouTube has banned some crypto channels. Uh, it's it's really not that uh, popular in terms of big tech. So, Reddit, their Wall Street Bets board, they opened up a subreddit for the discussion of crypto. Literally a day later, it got banned. It's like they opened it up and then they banned it it was banned after Bloomberg wrote more or less what you could call a hit piece, maybe saying that wall street bets was bowing to crypto. And then wall street bets, ironically went and bowed to the fake news media and, uh, went ahead and banned it, not just 24 hours later. So that's pretty, uh, pretty enlightening to see their actions there. I mean, wall street bets is, is a weird thing. Discord and, other places they were banning Wall Street bets during the whole GameStop saga a couple of months ago, but then Wall Street bets still gets led up by Reddit, so it's like it's kind of there's some mainstream thinking on there. Um, and onward to Doji coin, you know, speaking of Doji and big tech censorship, Doji's been up like huge 200 300% just in the last few days, like it's nuts what's happening with it. So, Robinhood started restricting trades people were finding just like what happened with robin hood during the GameStop mooning doji coins getting huge this this not gonna lie it's kind of a stupid ass coin but people are making some bank on doji coin it's kind of crazy uh robin restricted trades they're denying the restriction of the trades they're claiming it's due to High trade volume, and you know they're trying to find some blame for it, scapegoat. But <laughs> at this point, if you're using an app to run stocks on, that's just foolish for a variety of reasons. Robin Hood is just going to screw you in some way or another. I-, I tried using a certain app, but it's just it's a mess doing it. I would not recommend. Not financial advice, of course, got to put that caveat here, but I would not recommend using an app for normal stocks or for crypto trading or whatever it is. I just wouldn't use it. Um, but regardless, I know crypto's hot right now. Crypto is hot so much that Robinhood doesn't want you trading in it. Pretty funny. Or Wall Street Bets doesn't want you talking about it either. Ah, financial revolution taking place. Now, on from this, let's get into some scamdemic news. Talking about the pool water. This is my wheelhouse. We're going to talk some bleach here. We're going to talk some bleach. So, this study came out of England a couple of days ago. And it was reported on by the Daily Mail. It went viral. Only 30 seconds. So look at that. They're literally saying now that bleach kills COVID. Bleach kills COVID? That's literally what I tweeted in January of last year. A year and a half ago, I put out a tweet that said a bleaching agent killed COVID. Now, I wasn't talking about swimming pool water. Swimming pool water uses... A different form of bleach. I was talking about chlorine dioxide, okay? But it's it's a bleaching agent. It's not Clorox bleach. It's a bleaching agent. All I tweeted was was that chlorine dioxide can kill COVID. Now, now look at this. Even even the even the sometimes fake news media, mainstream media is reporting on that. But here I got, my God, I got smeared around the world. It's. <laughs> My God. And speaking of this, you know, speaking of chlorine dioxide, a different kind of bleaching agent. And also some other outlets as well. U.S. company illegally peddling Miracle Cure bleach for new COVID variants. They are claiming that a company out of Miami, Florida, called Oclo Nanotechnology Science, is doing illegal things by peddling chlorine dioxide, claiming it can kill COVID. Again, chlorine dioxide can kill COVID. We know this. It's a fact. And yet, fake news media still saying it's illegal, illegally peddling, and that it's disinformation. It's fake news to say that chlorine dioxide can kill pathogens like these COVID variants, which it can. Just do some studies on it. They're too scared. They're too scared to do actual reporting. They just. Write all this dumb shit about it. That's why that's why I continue to talk about it, guys, because it works. It's cheap. We could be treating a variety of different degenerative diseases, not just COVID and viruses, but cancer and other things like that too with chlorine dioxide. This is one reason that's keeping us back from it. That's holding us back from being able to do that is the fake news. And those idiots in, in uh, the pharmaceutical industry, the healthcare industry—they're ignorant, and they believe either their American Medical Association or the FDA, or they believe the dumb shit that places like Guardian, going Post. So, anyway, anyway, whole lot of a uh, whole lot more to be said on all this, and how enlightening that we get the media contradicting themselves like oh chlorinated swimming pool water can kill covid in just 30 30 seconds so why not use a safe bleaching agent like chlorine dioxide to kill covid why not do that <laughs> funny times all right all right let's go now into good old good old vatican i don't know if you saw this yesterday but this is uh pretty pretty incredible The Vatican is holding a health conference the first week of May. And I want to go through some of these names that are going to be there. Anthony Fauci, not really a a big surprise. Chelsea Clinton, uh, not really a big surprise there. Hopefully, it's also not a big surprise to a lot of you folks that our establishment religious complex are... Our mainstream religions, they're they just they're there to control people and brainwash people. I don't know how else to say it. Truly, for centuries, it's that way. Somebody's saying this Vatican story is fake news. Uh, I mean, I don't think so. I'm seeing this reported pretty much all over the place. Catholic news news agency is doing it right here. Um, and you can find some official reporting of it. So here we have Anthony Fauci, Chelsea Clinton. Ooh, Deepak Chopra. <laughs> That's going to bum out a lot of those New Agers. And same thing. Same thing as religion, folks. New, the New Age realm is basically a... Uh, oh, dude, is that a... Oh, there's a bug in here. That's oh, a stink bug. Um, the New Age realm is just another mind-controlling, brainwash niche. As a lot of those mainstream religions are. And there's a whole lot of, I guess we could say, useful idiots. A lot of useful idiots in the New Age world. There really is. And there's a lot of freaking narcissists, too. Like, they preach all this spirituality, and yet they turn out to be some of the biggest idiots that you've ever met in your life. And behind the scenes, like when the cameras aren't rolling, they turn out to be total like, slimy bad people who are who are not the best people. It, it's pretty incredible. And same thing, like the religions. You got all these preachers out there who preach all this shit, but it turns out to be just fancy virtue signaling. Behind the scenes, they're taking a bunch of people's money. They turn out to be raging assholes. Like, it's, it's definitely a problem in this world. It's definitely a problem. That's why I don't label myself. I don't... I don't label myself new age. I have ideas that are completely contradictory to typical new age ideas. When there's a lot of lot of problems with those worlds, so a lot of problems with the Vatican. Sorry, Catholics, but uh, deal with it. And you got Fauci, Chelsea, Clinton. They say it's going to be an interplay of mind, body, and soul in healthcare at this conference. But honestly, I don't think there's going to be much soul there if they're inviting people like Fauci, Clinton, some of these others. Check it out. It's also going to feature the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna. Beautiful. Beautiful. With Pfizer and Moderna's products, that's not going to be leave much less uh, mind and folks in either. <laughs> Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Ah, what is with these freaking, I mean, they're trying to get us to follow all these celebrities, all the stars. Not only do we have this conference, but we have that event on Monday that features, shoot like a hundred different celebrities, dozens of celebrities, the whole NBC roll up your sleeves special with sports stars and movie stars and all kinds of crap. It's, uh, It's pretty pathetic. Pretty pathetic. Okay, moving on from the scam scandemic, let's get into climate change, climate change. Now, if you remember, the Project Veritas videos that came out this week exposing CNN, they had that CNN technical director, the, the undercover footage that was taken of him when he went on some dates of uh undercover Project Veritas journalist. Pretty hilarious. But one of the things that that CNN technical director admitted is, in the undercover footage. And this undercover footage was taken at the end of March. Okay. Veritas just published it now, but it was taken about three weeks ago. One of the things that CNN tech director said was that the next agenda that CNN is going to be reporting on after COVID is going to be climate change. And it looks like that dude was totally right. And it's not just CNN reporting on it, but all the outlets, media, mainstream brainwashing science, they they have to. I mean, clearly they're all getting their marching orders from somewhere, from some deep state shadow government group, the CIA, whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's clear that climate change is now, it's going to be the talking point for the next couple of months. And obviously, as we're getting into summer, temperatures are going to warm up a little bit. It's probably going to be a warm summer around this country. So it's going to be perfect. Perfect for their narratives. Time Magazine, getting in on it here. Writing a couple articles this week. Uh, This one here that they tweeted about said, the pandemic remade every corner of society. Now it's the climate's turn. Holy shit. They're working in both COVID bullshit with climate change. Beautiful. And ironically, Time has this Time 2030 heading on their website. Like, I don't know exactly what that refers to, but makes me think of Agenda 2030. (laughs) So we've got COVID is redoing our understanding of the climate, ironically, uh, right here, which is actually, let me backtrack to this article. There was a study that came out a month or two back. I saw it on uh, the Suspicious Observer's YouTube channel. So when when the lockdown started, and and a lot less people were driving. The economy sort of shut down a little bit. There was some scientists that took a look at the, the greenhouse gas emission and how it actually dropped during the beginning of the lockdowns, especially in China. China locked down for a few weeks, month or two, and then they opened up, opened up a whole lot faster than the US did, funny enough. But China locked down, their greenhouse gas emission dropped. And these scientists found that the greenhouse gas emission dropping actually raised temperatures in the local climate of the areas that were locking down. It, it was something that was completely contradictory, like 180 degree difference than what we're typically told by the propagandists. We're told that greenhouse gas emissions rise and then temperatures rise, and there's a correct, uh, direct correlation. This study didn't find that. It was a pretty good study. So there's uh, some BS from Time Magazine. Just wanted to make note of that before we move on into Time's next article. This coming out yesterday. Climate change is the biggest story on Earth. Oh, yeah? Why can't Hollywood make good TV shows and movies about it? I don't know. I don't know what this is supposed to mean. But Time Magazine's getting in on it. The Associated Press and Google. Check here. Google Earth adds time-lapse video to depict climate change i kid you not so it's just going to be so much crap thrown at us in these next few weeks and month in terms of climate change so it's going to be the next narrative we're getting and it's all based on bad science wrong wrong science bad data with a fake news media there to grill those narratives into your head all based upon the fake science. And uh, last subject we're going to get into here, more fake narratives, uh, and another topic that I think is going to get a lot more prevalent prevalent in the coming weeks, that is good old UFOs. This one just isn't going away. CNN getting in on the action here, and it's been this way for the last week, this same story just getting recirculated. Uh, CNN's rendition of it here says... Defense Department confirms leaked video of unidentified aerial phenomena is real. So this particular leaked video, let's backtrack a few days. Uh, this CNN article was two days ago came out came out in the in the evening really it was yesterday, but let's backtrack a week before this. This is uh where the original, Leaked video and photo was really published, too. It was a website called Mystery, R- Mystery Wire that's headed by George Knapp. He's a local TV reporter out of uh, Las Vegas, actually. And then Jeremy Corbell as well. Jeremy Corbell does a lot of work with George Knapp, basically his like, understudy. This is the original source. These leaked photos and videos, then it made it to George Knapp's local Las Vegas reporting. That made it to the greater mainstream media, like CNN and other places. So this is how it kind of spread through the media sphere. Um, on where was that? Jeremy Corbell's website. He says that an anonymous person sent him these materials. So. We don't know who took these. We don't know who sent them to Jeremy Corbell. But apparently, some people emailed the Pentagon spokeswoman, and that's how they got this statement. The Defense Department confirming that these leaked videos and photos are real. So it's not like it's coming from the Pentagon here. It came from some anonymous person sending them to Jeremy Corbell and then his friend, George Knapp, went and wrote about it, kind of got it out to the media. And then somebody went and asked the Pentagon spokeswoman, Sue Go about it. Okay, CNN asked her, uh, and they got a statement from the Pentagon spokeswoman. So it's important to kind of clarify how these, these stories circulate around and where they originate from. Otherwise, people could misconstrue this and think that, it all originated from the DOD. And like, oh, it's a military disclosure. The government's starting to disclose things. Not really. It's kind of all coming from private people, private groups. It's just we're ending up getting statements about the DOD on them when people ask. So, for instance, three years ago when the New York Times first printed those those uh, black and white videos, and then that's when the whole Tom DeLong group was a lot more popular. It wasn't the, it wasn't the Pentagon that went and leaked those. It was actually, uh, it was either. It was them fake news media prints it. And then they just, they don't really get the context too clear in their stories and it confuses a lot of people. So yeah, it's it's just this weird sort of limited hangout, partial disclosure UFO narrative that's continuing. Last night, Tucker Carlson went and had Jeremy Corbell on his broadcast. And Jeremy Corbell is a dude who, you know, I don't know him. He might be a good guy, but he definitely toes a lot of the low IQ mainstream media talking points in regards to UFOs. So he's been on Joe Rogan. He directed the Bob Lazar documentary that's now on Netflix. Uh, here he is on the mainstream media. And it's the same sort of thing. Like the typical, the typical lines we're getting from all of these, these articles and these interviews and things like that is that there's no way this could be U.S. This is not U.S. technology. That's what they claim. I think that's not true. There's a likelihood that the U.S. has this technology, and some of these sightings could be experimental U.S. craft with, you know, advanced propulsion systems. So uh, that's, I think, a threat of bullshit. They're trying to feed to the public a narrative they're inserting into this UFO reporting. Uh, Another one is that I I think now they're saying they could be like Chinese drones or weather balloons or something like that. It's pretty funny. Uh, And then they're setting up their gatekeepers, Right. They're setting up the people who are going to roll out a lot of these narratives to the public, like in these mainstream media, uh, Fox News, CNN, video interviews, or the print articles, things like this. Uh, they're setting up the gatekeepers, which is hilarious because so much of the time they'll they'll basically say, oh, yeah, the conspiracy theorists are vindicated in terms of UFOs, but a lot of these UF people that study UFOs uh, that are rolled out in these mainstream media articles. They'll say things like, "You need to get your vaccines," or that the election wasn't stolen, or, or they are often tout the Russia narratives too. Like I went to a few UFO conferences a few years ago, and when there was a when I got the opportunity to question any of the guys that you see in these CNN or Fox News interviews and whatnot uh, I asked him about like WikiLeaks emails and they say the Russians hacked them so it's just there's a lot of crap coming out in these UFO narratives and yeah I said this years ago man I said this all the way back in 2016 in that there's gonna be this like limited hangout partial disclosure narrative that comes out and uh it's yeah it's not gonna feed us the truth so <laughs> I've been on it a while um I know a lot of people are getting into the whole blue beam narratives. I don't do blue beam. I think that's kind of a a fear porn psyop. I don't think it's going to go. Fake narratives coming out. It's just going to be a way that they try to control the narratives and then mind control people, brainwash people, continue to divide them because if they can get, you know, Tens or hundreds of thousands of people studying UFOs, but then studying the subject from their their appointed gatekeepers. and then the appointed gatekeepers also tell them that no, there's no election fraud out there or you got to put on your masks and and covid's covid the the pandemic's real and all this sort of stuff. like what a great way to feed tens or hundreds or even millions of people into the gatekeepers they want talking about, oh, UFOs, they're interested in these subjects, but then yet they hit them with other things that are disinfo. So it's just, it's a big distraction. It's a big narrative manager. So that's how, you know, it's, it's difficult for me to describe, especially when I'm live like this and I'm only showing you some screenshots of articles, but uh, I've talked about it for a while and I'll continue talking about it. So there you go, guys. There you go. Lot of stuff to do content on, lot of stuff to discuss, and we're getting into some crazy times where so many things are happening, and uh so many intense things are happening. It's like it it really does feel like we're all at that precipice, doesn't it? And we'll see we'll see what happens this summer in the coming weeks and months, but I think it's going to be uh intense, and so many different things are gonna get thrown at us. We really need to be. Cautious with what we believe and who we believe and who we uh, attach ourselves to. You know, Uh, I think there's a lot of people on the internet who are influencers who aren't the most truthful about who they are or their intentions for getting into this. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people, a lot of influencers or talking heads personalities, they like to lecture their audience and say that. They're doing this for some benevolent reasons, but I don't know. I don't think they're maybe the most honest people or the most honest with their audience. You just got to be careful. A lot of, there's so much, so much crap, so much disinformation going on, not just from the mainstream media, but in the conspiracy world, the whole alternative media truth world. A lot of crap in there too. A lot of fake people with fake narratives. People who, and again, they they might look like they're trying to expose the deep state and help humanity, but really, the way I see it, when I look at them and observe them, I'm seeing people who are getting into this for money, and uh, because this is, you know, conspiracy world is a very lucrative, lucrative area, I see them getting into it for money and fame, so yeah, it's just, these are times where we're going to have to trust ourselves, make sure you do your own due diligence of research. And understand that there's a lot of false idols out there too. A lot of false idols. So, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm not negative. I'm realistic. All right. I don't see the glass half full or half empty, I see the glass is being twice as big as it needs to be, <laughs> or not enough water in that glass. I'm a realist, guys, so I'm not going to yank your chain with a bunch of hopium and crap like that. So that's it, guys. Appreciate you watching. Make sure you hit this with a thumbs up. Subscribe to, the, subscribe to this channel. Go find me on Telegram and Gab, and then hopefully on Monday, frank, frankspeech.com. I'll see you guys in the next live stream on Monday, and, uh, Take care, guys. See you next time.